And that's where I was like, well, how is this happening? And how is this, this sweet leaf um, not have any calories and not have any carbs and stuff like that? And that is, then that was my quest. I was like, you know what, if I can figure out a way to unlock these sweet constituents in this leaf, you know, it, this would be an amazing natural sweetener that, you know, beverages could use in, instead of aspartame and circulose. They say that life is full of opportunities, right? So why are so many of us dreading getting out of bed to face another day? I know what that's like. My life was full of conflict, stress, failure, and fear. When I got cancer for the second time, my choice was simple, change or die. Today, I love waking up. I love my life. I love owning my own business that is helping people learn and grow. So how do you unlock that kind of transformation in your life? Let's discover the answers together as we hear from ordinary people like you and me and their extraordinary success stories. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Welcome, everyone. We have a special guest for you today that I know that everyone is going to absolutely love. He has an amazing story that he's going to share with us. So today, I have Tom King with me. And Tom is an entrepreneur. He's an author and self-described biohacker. He has made it his life's work to study food science and use his knowledge to help people. Tom is a founder and CEO of Saviva Brands and Icon Foods. And he imports it. He's a manufacturer and distributor of natural sweeteners. So Tom, welcome to the show today. Well, thank you, Donna. I appreciate it. It's an honor to be on your show. And, and yeah, I appreciate you uh, being so generous to have me on. Of course, of course. So Tom, would you share with us now you didn't always, you know, you didn't just create this uh, product, like, from nowhere, you kind of started with a mission, it sounded like. So share with us a little bit of your backstory. And well, I wouldn't say that, that when I discovered it, it was like I was on a mission. I, I think that what happened is I stumbled into it um, and then it became a mission. So it was like in 1992, um, I was living in Phoenix, Arizona and ran into this gentleman, his name was Jim May. And he had just come back from Paraguay and had like a bunch of different herbs and stuff that he'd brought back. And he had this one jar of herbs and it was like a green paste. And he's like, you should try this. And I'm like, okay. And so I tried it and it was, it was about 25 times sweeter than sugar. I mean, it was really bitter and had a very sort of herbal taste to it, but it was sweet. It was very sweet and I couldn't believe it didn't have any sugar. Like I was just like, how is this, you know, how is this sweet without having any sugar in it? And that is really the rabbit hole. And that's where I was like, well, how is this happening? And how is this, this sweet leaf um, not have any calories and not have any carbs and stuff like that. And that is, then that was my quest. I was like, you know what, if I can figure out a way to unlock these sweet constituents in this leaf, you know, this would be an amazing natural sweetener that, you know, beverages could use in, instead of aspartame and circulose. Right, right. So I know that you had some personal 
personal things that you were dealing with at the time that kind of almost like set you on that mission. Can you share with us a little bit about that? Yeah, that was like a sort of a fast forward. So, I mean, I, I, you know, found ways to be able to use stevia and stuff in, in, you know, to extract those sweet constituents. And, you know, we ended up having, you know, one of the largest uh, uh, importers and, and, you know, and sweetener companies uh, focusing on clean label sugar reduction. But for me, uh, I kind of didn't, you know, uh, I didn't follow the rules exactly. So I didn't, you know, I was still eating a lot of sugar. I was eating a lot of carbs and, you know, I found myself carrying around 35 pounds of extra weight, but that wasn't, you know, that wasn't the big factor. Like that was a sort of a factor, but the big factor was I had like really high blood pressure. I was dealing with a lot of stress, um, you know, and I, it sort of hit a low point, if you will. I was in Las Vegas and I was having dinner with one of our vendors and they were paying. So it's like, oh yeah, I can eat whatever I want. And so I had cake and I had wine and I had steak and I had a potato and stuff like that. And I got up to my room and I looked in the mirror and I was like, yeah, you know what? This, I just felt like the, I was out of integrity, you know? And I felt like an imposter. Like I'm working within the sports nutrition industry, but I'm not healthy and I'm fat and, you know, I think I could do a lot better. And I think at that point in time, the, the pain, you know, of, of how I was and who I was had exceeded the pleasure that I was getting, you know, from eating junky food. And, you know, I, I journal every single day. That's my thing. Like, that's, that's, that's how I start my day. So I just started writing it down. I started writing down my experiences and created an action plan of what, you know, what I wanted to do to create a lifestyle change. So it wasn't a diet. Like a lot of people are like, oh, well, well, he did the keto diet. And it's like, I don't look at it the way I, I think the diets are short term. I think they also fail, you know, because once you're done with the diet, it's like, oh, I don't need to do this anymore. And then that's when you really pack on the pounds. So it had to be a lifestyle change. I mean, an all encompassing lifestyle change. So I literally just wrote that journey down and within probably a year and a half, I had an entire book and that's, you know, went to the publisher and they're like, this is great. It needs some work, but yeah. So then the book came out, I think like two or three years ago and it was number one on Amazon for like a second. And um, <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks. So that's, that's really cool that you just journaled and you took all those journal entries mm -hmm. and created this book that sounds like it's doing really well and people are really enjoying. So I really love that. And, and I also love that you realize that here I am, I'm in this industry mm -hmm. and I'm not healthy. No, I, I was not healthy. Yeah. yeah. And then not to look at keto as you weren't doing a diet. I really love that you touched on that because I think a lot of people think it's the keto diet. Mm -hmm. um, and really, it's just a lifestyle change, a different way of being able to eat healthy, healthier, and, you know, just be on a quest of trying to live a healthier, happier, you know, life towards doing that. So, so as you did that, tell us how this 
company came about and hmm. how this all was created. It sounded like it came from, started from this book. Um, well, the Guy Gone Keto brand did for sure. Like, I mean, I was already in the sweetener business, but I, you know, so I wrote the book and it, it, it was doing well. And a lot of like a lot. So there was a lot of foods that I couldn't have, you know, like I couldn't have ketchup because, you know, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, ketchup has more sugar in it than ice cream. So it's like when you're having a hamburger or whatever and you put and you put ketchup on it, it you might as well just put a scoop of ice cream on it. So, I mean, I think about wow. oh, it's crazy when you think about all the condiments because the condiments are really, you know, they're great. You can, you know, have teriyaki sauce. You can there's so many different condiments out there and there's a lot of condiments, you know, like barbecue sauce that, you know, that you can use for a base for other things. And so, you know, because I have a background in food science, I just got into the lab and I was making these products and I was just enjoying them, you know, myself, like, hey, this is, you know, this is my barbecue sauce. Well, so I know a lot of people in the industry. And so I was sharing these with, with my friends in the industry. And a couple of them were like, hey, you should probably just bottle this up and sell it, um, which is, which is kind of ridiculous because that's what I do, but I didn't think of doing that. I was just enjoying my own ketchup and teriyaki stuff. And so we started bottling it up and we released it uh, about a year and a half ago. And it's been an amazing success. So, I mean, I use the minimal amount of ingredients. They're all natural ingredients and um, there's no added sugar. And, you know, I think they're pretty good. I use them. So that's great. Yeah, actually, I got some too. And I'm excited <laughs> to I haven't dove into them yet, but I'm excited to try them. And especially now that I know that they have some good stuff in there. So yeah, I'm all about eating healthy. And I, I really love that. So, so you have ketchups, you have sauces, mm -hmm. there's, you probably got, I think I got like seven different sauces that you have. Yeah, I think we have seven different sauces, and then I've got a bunch, a bunch of other products that are in the queue um, that I'm hoping to get released before December first. So I have a line of cocktail mixers. So which is interesting because huh. a lot of people that I know that are on keto still like to have a, an occasional cocktail, uh -huh. you know. But I mean, you can't have like a keto margarita. I mean, margaritas right. are so full of so full of sugar. Full and stuff. Of sugar. Yeah, so I knocked out pina colada because, I mean, who doesn't like a pina colada, right? Uh -huh. And so pina colada, margarita, strawberry margarita, mango margaritas. So I have like a line of eight different cocktail mixers and hopefully those will be out. Um, hopefully those will be out like December 1st and, you know, and people can enjoy some libations for the holidays without getting knocked out of keto. Yeah, you know, those mixtures, I'm not a drinker, so I don't drink the mixes, but I used to years ago. And, you know, they are full of sugar. They just have so much sugar in them. So I love that you're giving a, a natural alternative that they can use that, you know, they can still have that. Of course, I'm sure you still have the minimal, you know, use of alcohol because alcohol has a lot of uh, calories as well. So so I'm sure they have to still monitor that 
but at least it's a natural alternative that they can use. Well, and you don't need to that. use it. You don't need to use, use it with alcohol. So like, well, so, good because I might have to try it. Well, so, alcohol. <laughs> so October, so October for me was sober October. So ah, I just don't okay. have any kind of, you know, drinks during, during October. So uh -huh. this was sort of my thing of using the syrup in my soda stream. So oh, I, and, but it was still really amazing. Like, you know, cause I'll drink, I'll just drink seltzer water, uh -huh. um, you know, and I enjoy it. But if you put a shot of this in the seltzer water, it's, it's a completely different experience. So I was using it in the soda stream. I was using it, you know, just in some seltzer water and it, it was really, really solid. So I like to think of them as mock or not. So it's either a mocktail or not. <laughs> That's great. I love that. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to definitely have to try that when they come out. So when are you thinking that these might be out? I'm hoping December 1st. Um, okay. I hope to so, see them out. So when this holiday. airs, you'll, it, it should be out because that's probably close to the time it'll be airing. So yes. guys, check this out for Christmas. This is a great little thought for Christmas gifts because oh, yeah. your, your stuff comes in cute little packages too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks. Kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. I have another one that I just another product that I just finished. So a lot of people that, you know, a lot of people have this perception, I guess, that people get keto breath, right? <laughs> um, like I've not heard that. I've heard that before. And so I was kind of curious about it because I have been at some keto events and some people will be talking to me and I'm like yeah. And so the, the, the last thing that I created, and I think that we're finished with it, it was a really great formula is called um, keto mouth killer. And Ooh. it's really good. It's like, it's not like a toothpaste, it's a tooth powder and it has activated charcoal in it. And yeah, that is my new labor of love because it's just really like, I, I put a lot of thought into that formulation and it's like, how to balance the pH in the mouth and, you know, and how to have like certain uh, like antimicrobial compounds in there. And it, and it also makes sure it's easy on the gums and the enamel. And I had a really, really good time formulating that. And I know that sounds like a little off track, but I'm good with it. You're very passionate about what you do. So I think that's yeah. great, actually. I love it. You. you know, how cool that you were able to even create a, a toothpaste. Wow. Yeah. You are just this creative guru of uh, <laughs> keto products here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It Thank sounds you. like you've got a vast amount of products. I know, I think there's like cheese and popcorn and isn't no, there some other haven't cheese and popcorn yet. Yeah. Popcorn's oh, you haven't? Pretty, no, well, popcorn's going to be pretty high, but I was thinking about doing like a a coating for popcorn at one time I've had, I mean, I get a lot of formulation work sent my way. Um, so like I have done those, but I mean, popcorn is pretty, pretty high in carbs. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's definitely something, maybe not. Okay. So, um, I thought that was part of your, your stuff, but maybe not. So, <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Well, that's okay. So anyway, I'm excited to um, check out these things. I think it's going to be really good. I think, you know, anything that can help people live healthier 
And I think sometimes people think the keto diet is not healthy. Hmm. Um, and so I love that you kind of brought the science part into it and really brought in the, the goodness of what keto really is. Um, can you share a little bit about that? Like, so that people understand how it can be a healthy thing. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I'll just start off by saying that keto is not for everybody, right? I mean, just like being a vegan, it's not for everybody. I mean, people have to make their own, their own choices, but there's some things, there's some things about keto that, that certainly appeal to me. Um, you know, one of them is brain function. Uh, you know, you, your brain just seems to function much better burning ketones than it does, uh, glucose, um, energy level, like my energy level was just off the hook. Um, and so there's some interesting things that you can do when you're on keto is like, you can cycle on and off keto and it boosts your metabolic flexibility. That means that, that if your metabolism is flexible, that you can move from carbs to, to fats and you don't, you know, and you're not going to notice like, you know, you, blowing up with weight and stuff. So, you know, that's, that's one thing that I really, I like to play around with it, you know, like do intermittent fasting, sometimes weekend fasts that really, you know, that help. Um, I think with the anti-aging aspect of, uh, of keto, because, you know, what it does is it puts your body into a state of autophagy um, where you're just getting rid of all this, the, the cells that are not, you know, functioning at a hundred percent. Um, but I also, I also think that there, there might be a misunderstanding of, of keto too, because I've been on a few podcasts and I've had people encounter me in the strangest places, you know, and they're like, you're the guy just eats meat and cheese. Like, no, I don't just eat meat and cheese. I mean, I like meat and cheese. It's not, it doesn't, it's not the primary sort of part of my diet and, and you know, if you have too much protein, it'll actually take you out of keto. So, I mean, think of keto as a fat diet. So it's 70% fat, 20% protein, and 10% low glycemic carbs. And those would be like vegetables and stuff that grows above the ground. So I eat a ton of vegetables, you know. Um, I don't eat a ton of meat, uh, but I do eat a lot of fat. And that fat comes from avocados and nuts and good fats. Uh, yeah, That's what I fat. call those good fats. Yeah. They're I eat a lot fats. of avocados and things like that too. And, yeah, you know, yeah. I think a lot of people think, oh, that's way too much fat, but it's really good fat for you. You can have the fat. It's just not having all the other stuff that makes it, you know, so you balance it. That's what I'm trying to say. You, you just you, balance that. And it's, it, you yeah, you mm -hmm. definitely balance it, but you have a miracle organ in your body, right? It's the liver. And so when you look at the, how the liver works, I mean, it's amazing. It's, it's like my favorite organ. I'm like, how does this happen? I mean, it is like this, this machine that, you know, that metabolizes fat. So it converts like all these different foods that you take in to different things. Like if you eat fat, you know, your, your liver converts it to ketones. You know, if you eat fructose, like a lot of fructose, if you're eating too much fruit and your body and your liver actually metabolizes that into fat. So, you know, think about, you know, think about bears, right? And think about when they're about to go into hibernation, like the main food that they eat is rotten fruit. Like they'll find the most rotten fruit and that's where fruit is the, 
highest in fructose. And so when they consume it, they're not even using it for energy. It just gets metabolized right into lipids, which is fat, and gets stored on the body. So your liver does that. So your liver can make fat, it can make ketones. Um, you know, it, it's an amazing organ. Wow. Thank you for sharing all of that. I really love that. So if others were trying to find out more about your products, where would you send them? Um, well, you can go to guygonketo.com and, you know, you can see, you know, all of our products and stuff like that. If you want to see like the more ingredient side of the world, um, you can go to Icon Foods. Um, and then if you want to hit me up on, on social media, uh, you can hit me up anywhere on social media under guy gone keto and you know if you've got questions like hey this doesn't make sense just feel free to direct message me i you know i'm really good at getting back to people thank you that's awesome i i love that that you're willing to you know reach out to people when they have questions and i always ask my guest what is the one thing that really helped you through that transition of being, you know, where you felt like you were overweight and needed some help and transitioned into the keto um, world, if you will? Uh, what was that transition for you that made that shift? Pain. 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 And the and, thing is, is and, like, but how could somebody, if they were in pain, as you say, what would they do to help them get past that? Well, you will naturally do it. So like human beings, so human beings are, are driven by two things, pain mm -hmm. and pleasure. You'd even say that pain and trying to avoid pain. So mm -hmm. those are the two things that, you know, that really, that, that can, that can really change your behavior. So if you have a bad habit or a bad, you know, behavior that you're trying to change, you know, it will change on its own if, if the pain of that habit exceeds the pleasure that you're deriving from it. So you don't need to put yourself into physical pain, but if you can mentally associate, you know, pain with the habit that you're trying to break, it'll outweigh the pleasure every time. And you will find that, you know, you will find that that, that habit is going to be broken. Um, I mean, I can give you a million examples of it, but like eating donuts, like eating donuts might give you a lot of pleasure, but if you're associating a lot of pain with eating donuts, eventually when you go to eat that donut, you're not going to experience the pleasure anymore and you'll, the habit will be permanently broken. Thank you for sharing that and explaining that just a little bit more, because I totally agree with you. Um, pain and pleasure are the two things that you do drive people. Absolutely. And so just the way you framed it is, yeah, turn that into some pain and then it shifts you away from it. So there you go, guys. That's your tip for today. <laughs> Thank you, Tom, so much for joining Thank me so today much. and sharing this amazing product that you have products. You have lots of them with um, my listeners today. And I know it sounds like it's going to really help a lot of people. And I hope so. I'm just grateful that you created it. So thank well, you. Thank you, Donna. I appreciate you having me on and then all the questions. Thank you so much. You're welcome. This is Donna Gammon and this is Power to Grow. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review now and I will give you a free download of my blessed morning. 
This is something that is worth so much. It's what I use to get past my past, if you know what I mean. Until our next show, thank you again for joining us. This is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Thank you.